0: Welcome to the Dairy Brothers Guardians Cast, your best podcast spot for all things Cleveland Guardians baseball. Presented by waitingfornextyear.com. Follow Matt on Twitter at DairySpeaks and Todd at TDGuardiansKU. The Dairy Brothers Guardians Cast is on the air.
1: Just when they suck us back in, Dairy Brothers Guardians cast waiting for next year.com. Matt and Todd with you. Just when they you, you think things are turning around, Todd. Man, what a Monday night clunker down at progressive field. But we're brought to you by the Center for Advanced Dentistry, Rise and Grind Fitness, Breaking T T-shirts. It is your podcast source for Cleveland Guardians baseball. Matt and Todd with you. Special Tuesday edition after Labor Day. Big series starting up with the Twins, Todd, but I I don't know. How how can you take a team seriously when they (laughs) give up 20 runs last night and uh, now the deficit is back to six?
0: Well, listen, I don't want to. It's interesting because you and I decided because of the holiday weekend that we were going to record early Monday morning rather than, you know, yesterday, Sunday. Or I'm sorry. I mean, sorry. Let me, let me start that again (laughs) by saying that we thought that uh, we needed to record on, on Tuesday morning rather than Monday morning is what I meant to say because of the holiday weekend. And had we recorded this Monday morning before the series, I think we'd have a more positive tone. Of course. But because of that, because of last night's debacle, the 20 to six loss where, Lucas Giolito made his guards debut. You know, we're we're obviously thinking a little bit different. So, I'm gonna, I'm going to change pace here before we get into uh last night. You know, they came in lat you know last week went to Minnesota, won 2 out of 3 and especially after that first game where they got bombed 10 to 6, took the next two games including that 5 to 2 extra innings uh extra inning game. And then had Tampa come in and won the first two games of that series. And you're yeah. like, all right, this could happen. Unfortunately, the Rangers did us no favors. No, they suck. By the way, they've well, lost they fall, 14 to 20 apart at the wrong yeah. time. Seattle streaking at the right time. And they're falling apart at the wrong time. So, and Houston's always going to be Houston, but anyway, Things were going really well up until basically Sunday and and now we're feeling the negativity again. But uh I don't know. Did they turn things around? Did do they still have a chance? Is this is this a legitimate thing we should be thinking about? Like, I don't know where your head's at on this. Not
1: nothing's changed for me. I uh I remember going on the air with Spencer German on the fan weeks ago, and he was like, Hey, what do you think about the team? And I said, It's still over. I, I just I give them credit for being young, scrappy, never given up. Saturday night's win was awesome. Take two out of three from the Rays. The Cole Calhoun homer last week in Minnesota, which seemed to be a nice momentum boost to come home. And that was a nice win to win an extra innings. But you play all these close games, every, you you rely on, you know, you're relying on 36 year old outfielder that was not even in the major leagues a month and a half ago. Um, and then last night, I just – I can't believe I'm about to say this, but I, you have to give Rocco Baldelli credit because the Twins could have folded the tent and been like, oh, my God, here come the Guardians. We just lost an extra innings on a Cole Calhoun 3-0 meatball uh, upper tank homer, and all they did was – Minnesota was go 3-1 and one since then, winning two out of three in Texas and then smacking us around last night. So maybe they're just better. I mean, this kid Royce Lewis – Continues to just hit big home runs for them. And that's with Buxton out and some of the other guys they've had hurt all year. And I I just, you know, they, they tease us sometimes Todd, but now deficit at six, it's going to be
0: difficult to, to, I mean, they have to win these next two games. They have to. I thought they had to sweep the series to give them any chance to have a legitimate chance because you, you come into this series and you sweep and all of a sudden it goes from six to three and you're like, all right, we're in business, but now you have to win the next two or else you really are. It's a real uphill climb, especially when you look at that schedule remaining. I mean, the twin schedule is much softer. You got a road trip out West coming up this week after the twin series in Los Angeles against the angels. And then, and then you have the giants for three, But then you come home for a quick three-game series with the Rangers who, you know, say what you want about how they're playing. That lineup is murder. And then after a trip to Kansas City, you have Baltimore for four, who's very good, Cincinnati for two, who's, you know, they're in the same boat as, you know, the Guardians. They're, They're a good team. Yeah, and then the final three is at the unnamed team. But, you know, at that point, we'll know, you know, whether or not this is real but you know we've been waiting 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 here we are it's september <gasps> i got to stop yawning it's september it's september 5th today there's not many games left right yeah you, only, there is no margin for error so i have 7
1: right you only have 7 series after this one
0: exactly left. and and the margin for error thing by the way tito last night pitched david fry for 4 innings because he knows he can't he can't waste any of his good guys at this point he can't waste anybody well let me let me say
1: this um as somebody that's too old school baseball i am all right that's an embarrassment i know
0: you hate it pitching
1: a relief pitching a positional player in the 6th inning is embarrassing and i'm not saying it's tito's fault i'm not saying it's anybody's fault he was saving the bullpen and he just decided Let's wave the white flag and get, and just, unfortunately, David Fry had to take one for the team. And as Tito said last night, he had his brains beat in and he was prepared for it. And now our bullpen is, is fresh for the rest of the week, but that's laughable. If you are a contending team or a team that thinks they can win the division or anything, and we know this team isn't a legitimate contender contender. We love them. We hope they can squeeze us, sneak this out, but my gosh, four innings of David Fry. Come on.
0: That's a joke. You know, I mean, listen, with I with an expanded
1: roster. Come
0: on. I understand what he's doing, but me too. It's still so embarrassing. It's an embarrassment. I agree. But you know what? We're like, we're, you know, we're talking about, you know, we always say, like, it's better to play meaningful baseball in September and not play out the string, yada, yada, yada. They're 66 and 72. If they were in any other division in baseball, these games would be playing out the string. We wouldn't right, be having be over. this conversation. Right? So, yeah. and they wouldn't have gone out and claimed, you know, three veteran players for just over $3 million to try to go for it. Just wouldn't have happened. So, I, I mean, don't know. I mean, here. here I, I, I here's the other that. thing. Yeah.
1: Um, this narrative, I was happy for that they did that. That was a nice move. Absolutely. So anybody that downplays it, you know, the the Bob Nightingale article was interesting in USA Today, kind of saying, what are the Guardians doing? Because they wave the white flag at the deadline, when in reality, they didn't. When in reality, How's that waving
0: the white flag, tell tell me what they did to wave well, the white flag. The article Ahmed? basically
1: said you gave up your hottest pitcher and, and a middle of the order right. bat
0: for nothing. And it's like, okay. Oh, oh, hold on. He called he called Ahmed a middle of the order no, bat. Oh, Josh Bell. Oh, Josh Bell. Okay. Ba- heard, I mean, Josh Bell was so forgettable, I forgot he was even here. Well,
1: that's He's the, the thing. I could see from a national perspective when people don't watch The Guardians and and most nationally don't. Okay. Right. Let's be honest. Every commercial you see. There's never Jose. Jose's rarely on stuff. Um, we're not a national brand for baseball. We never get put on Sunday night baseball. It, it's rare. But a guy like Bob Nightgill will say, well, you know, they quit and now they're back. Well, it was a smart move to do that and to claim those players, block them from Minnesota and see you're, you're, you're taking on three million dollars for the rest of the season. You've got some holes in your bullpen. Lopez and Moore are upgrades over. Morris and Karen Jack and whomever and I I like Cody Morris he actually pitched very well last Thursday but or Wednesday but you know what I mean yeah absolutely but when Giolito just completely lays a stink bomb last night and has done this all season no matter where he's pitched Chicago LA or or Cleveland now I mean it's just that's bad you know (laughs) you you can't give up nine runs yeah Minnesota's got a good lineup but my gosh he, he couldn't get out of the what the third inning
0: he it, it the, the stat I, here, i'm here i'm gonna look it up but there was a stat last night on uh, twitter that i saw that was so absurd it was about giolito he's the first pitcher to allow eight plus runs in a game for three different mlb teams in the same season since bill mcgee did so in 1899 for the louisville colonels philadelphia phillies and washington senators <laughs> Any relation to Herb McGee, Herbie, Dad's right. boy? Yeah, but it's but honestly, it was uh, disgraceful to see that. giolito has been bad all year for three different teams, but you know, you come to the pitching factory, maybe they can figure something out. Even he mentioned it in his opening interview about the pitching factory being here, and he, he referenced it. So, and you know what though, they first of all, they're they're obviously. We all know Tito is now going to retire at the end of the year and they're going all in for him by claiming these three pitchers. I think if Tito wasn't the manager and this was that situation or Tito was coming back next year and this wasn't, and this was the situation, they don't claim these three guys for just over $3 million. I think they just go with what they got now. With that said, there's still that they've been talking about the, you know, we, the, Imaginary or whatever you want to call it, innings cap that they're going to have on Bybee Williams and Allen, so we don't know there. Quantrill's back in the rotation and giving Giolito and you know putting Giolito in in the rotation gives you another guy. And if you want to start Curry and go with six men, fine. If you don't want to do that and you want Curry to be back in the bullpen, fine. So I mean, they definitely needed a starter once they DFA'd um, Syndergaard and. You know, it'll be interesting to see how things play out with that rotation right now uh the rest of the way because really Bybee and williams and allen are your three best starters i mean we don't you know, i know cal pitched really well uh over the weekend against tampa but he was shit all year long and had a really rough time in triple a um you know i you know curry can you know go back and forth bounce back and forth i don't know but Logan Allen seems to be slowing down a little bit. Maybe it's his, you know, he's is not used to pitching this long. And then Bybee and Williams, you got to be careful with, because those are going to be your top two horses for the future. So I, I don't know the, you know, the executive producer put in the show notes. What about McKenzie and Bieber? And is that a, is that something that is realistic? I mean, do you honestly think that they're going to bring them back that last week of the season, both, both guys or either guy? I think a lot of it
1: is optics right now. I think for them to say, they're going to pitch in Lake County. All right. That's great. That's cool. And they're, they're putting out that, you know, like I said, that look of, Hey, we, we still think we're in this thing, you know? And and I give the, I think that's good. That shows that the organization is not just folding the tent, but you know, (laughs) to me, let's, let's say they get swept. Let's say for some odd reason tonight Mm -hmm. and tomorrow it gets nasty and the Twins extend their lead to eight games, and then they go out west, and it's a clunker trip. You're right. Are you then going to – I mean, the Bieber thing's interesting because I'd almost let him come back to showcase him. Right. But McKenzie, hell no. I wouldn't put him out there if these games mean nothing. Why?
0: I completely agree.
1: I think right now they're all in with showing that they're – like you said, I think you bring up a great point, Todd. Doing this for Tito – going for it hey we're only six back hey it's not you know it's not over till it's over all, all the cliches you know but in the end if it gets if it gets ugly and minnesota sweeps and it's you know then they got to go out west then i'd rather shut down those young arms at the end of the year shut down mckenzie and let griffin pricler pitch you know or, or 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 your son or my son <laughs> like yeah, just um, throw
0: anybody out there well that's what the i I really hope that it doesn't go that route. And at least they're yeah. you know, they we're fa- we're fans. On. We want them to be in it. But yeah, let's be realistic here. Yeah, we we I think the last week, because they played so well in Minnesota and Tampa, it kind of got our juices flowing last night. And yeah. then last night was a little bit of a reality check. Uh I actually you could tell right away with Giolito. You know what the thing about him was he always was a changeup guy and and the changeup was so important and the you know, he was his fastball is so hittable it's dead straight and in the zone right and, down the middle oh and even like they had some in in the first inning there in their outs were were loud yeah it was it was not a good scene no not a and great that, debut not a great debut no and there he you know you look at the
1: ERA you look at the whip you look at everything it's just he has not had a good year and I know a lot, some of it, you know, I'm sure the angels thought, oh, we'll get him out of Chicago. That's a, that's a shit show. And uh, it wasn't working from there. And you're right. You bring him here. You never know. I mean, even Syndergaard was serviceable under the expert tutelage of uh, Carl Willis and the pitching factory. But man, for the start that you wanted Giolito to have last night. And like, as Tito said, he didn't know what to do and he had to keep him out there longer to just get his brains beat in last night by the way that joey gallo home run off of david fry just landed uh, right. this morning oh my god that was a un- that's just Tell- so bad when you got some position player
0: lobbing up 47 mile per hour you know batting practice pitch- fry pitching four innings and giolito pitching three is like <laughs> that <laughs> is that is really- that's telling that's yeah.
1: t- and, and again it ruined like you said it ruins the mojo because over the weekend they played pretty well yeah you know i was texting with cousin steve he's like we got to win sunday and i'm like well if we take two out of three from a very good tampa team that's okay and now this big series and to just to lose 20 to six i mean
0: my yeah. god it's brutal yeah it it's not it's not great it's not great um but you know what uh with, with that said you know, you got Josh Naylor came back, which was good, adding to the lineup. You still got Calhoun, who has been one of their better hitters, obviously. Um, and then, you you know, I know Giolito was bad, but you added to the bullpen two really quality arms in Matt Moore and Ronaldo Lopez. Um, we saw them pitch over the weekend, which was nice. And they they were always, this pen has been so up and down, and it's like, you know they were counting on Eli Morgan for such big. You know they they needed Eli in so many big spots, and Eli is shouldn't be pitching in big spots. I mean, you know he's done a nice job. He's a serviceable guy for sure, but you know you get a another hard thrower like Lopez throwing you know 100 miles per hour out of the out of the pen. Matt Moore, professional second left hander who can give you you know. Uh, 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 whatever you need out there, he's been very good since he's turned himself into a reliever, and uh, you know, so you're thinking, all right, the pen might be in better shape, which is good. Uh, you you know, you look up all of a sudden, the roster doesn't look so terrible like it did a month ago, you know, right? And because August was so the problem is, August was so bad. And, and, and the Twins have given this team every opportunity to stick around. I mean, any good team would be up 15 games at this point. Let's be honest. And, you know, the, while while we look at the Twins lineup and it's better and, and their rotation is good, they should be 15 games up. They really
1: should. Yeah. No, they're the better team. I mean, look, yeah. the better team doesn't always win the division, and maybe you're right. Maybe there's something miraculous that happens in September, but I just don't think this current team, no matter what you add to it now, not saying if you, if the angels were going to let us have Otani, it wouldn't make it, you know, change the right. healthy Otani. But you know what I mean? It was like, it was nice to see them go for it and do that. And you got to give the front office some credit. You even got to give ownership credit. But in the end, it's just, it's probably going to be too little too late. Yeah. And like you said, we're recording this on Tuesday morning. If we were recording this yesterday, we would have been a little bit more positive. But yeah, reality set in last night. I mean, that twins team can mash um you know Lopez did what he did they got gray going today and we'll go over all that but like i don't know Todd it's just what this has been such a weird season it really it is. has
0: it really is and and i'll tell you another thing that i don't understand like if we we are here we are at the end of the season it looks like they're they're all in for tito you know he he's he's leaning on the vets a little bit more um you know Bo Naylor has made some great, great strides. And you know, we're we're here we are. There's you know 20-something games left. And Cam Gallagher is getting a start this weekend.
1: Amazing.
0: What what is he even doing here at this point still? And why is he ever playing? Like, I understand with the expanded rosters, you want to keep three catchers. I get it. Give me fry. What Cam Gallagher cannot hit. How is he made? How has he lasted on this roster the whole season? It's disgraceful to play him at this point with three catchers when you need runs. That's there's no be a- reason. Like, like earlier in the season, you're like, all right, Cam Gallagher, he's 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 Shane Bieber's personal catcher. catcher right. Shane Bieber's been on the injured list for six weeks. What's he still doing here? Stop playing the guy. What is he doing? Why is Miles Straw and Cam Gallagher batting eight and nine together? You're putting two automatic outs at the bat, at the bottom of the order. It's so aggravating.
1: I know it makes it it, again. You're right. It's like, okay, one week you see some of the lineups and you go, all right, he's playing the kids. They're finding some things out. Arias is out there. Tana's out there, whatever. And I know Bo Naylor can't play every single day, but when Bo Naylor, like for example, on a Friday night in Toronto, Goes deep and then doesn't play the next couple of days because the lefties on the mama Gallagher's getting playing time or Eric Haas for God's sakes. Oh, no such a waste. Let's, Bo Naylor's a young dude. Let's see him. And he's been good. He, he's the one of all these young guys, he's the one sure thing for next year. You know, I think they love Arias, and Arius has gotten better. All right. I'll I'll give him that. I I've said things on this podcast about him not being able to hit. All of a sudden he looks like he's taking it the other way sometimes. that you You see something there with Gabe, Uh, but Bonealer, you know, it's going to be. Yeah, he's got the raw power too, man. Yeah, but let him be out there. Gary D once said it: "If you got a thoroughbred, let him run."
0: Yeah, absolutely, (laughs) I agree. You know, and I think the reason why—well, not I don't think I know—the reason why Rokio is not here is because they want him to play Arias every single day at shortstop. Um, you know, cause Tana's is up and Rokio's not Freeman plays once a week. If it's not Sunday and you see Freeman, it's like, what is there a full moon out? <laughs> so, yeah. So, yeah, I mean, I think Tyler, I think, Tyler
1: Freeman is nothing but a utility man in, in this organization's
0: eyes. Well, no, in their eyes, for sure. What I was just going to say is they clearly view Freeman as a utility man because they've never given him a real shot the way they've given uh, arius that shot. And even Rokio to a, a smaller extent, Um, you know, Freeman's going to be that utility guy. So, and, you know, I I just, I come back to, again, if you're going all in and you're trying to do, and you're trying to win and there's 20 games left and you're claiming three veteran pitchers for, you know, for the end of the season, you're going all in. Then Cam Gallagher and Miles Straw should not be hitting eight, nine ever together. Cam Gallagher shouldn't get starts unless he should be the third catcher in an emergency, you know, and that's it. Uh, and Miles straw, you know, whatever you want to play Miles straw, you know, a few times a week, fine. But again, you can't pair those two guys. It's just, it's managerial malfeasance and from someone who's, those
1: are are Tito's boys. And as we know, there are some organizations that the front office makes the lineup card out. And here I know that, right. I think for, for us, Sometimes Tito putting those guys out there is a signal to the public. Hey, I'm still filling this fucking thing out. You know, this is still my show. And while he says everything publicly about his relationship with the front office and how good it is and they are collaborative and they are and they've been and they've been successful. But you can't tell me there's not some times where a move is made from the front office where Tito's like, what's this? This wasn't something I wanted. And I'm sure there's times where the front office goes, wait, this is the lineup today? what's he doing? So yeah. there's part, that's, that's, that, that's, that's, business sometimes not everybody's going to always get along in the office and agree on stuff, but um, bottom line is I'm with you. I mean, to me, if, if Bo needs a day off, I'd
0: rather have David Fry back there because at least David Fry puts the ball in play. Absolutely. Cam Gallagher is hitting 136. Amazing, and I know batting average doesn't mean anything go out to his extended numbers it's a joke the guy is not a major league hitter is he a good defensive catcher yes but guess what at this venture of the season i need runs man i mean i need runs you got to score to win and you're 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 wasting time giving this cam gallagher any sort of run it's just a waste
1: it's a waste Matt and Todd with you, Dairy Brothers Guardians cast from the Evergreen Podcast Network, waiting for nextyear.com as well on this uh, Tuesday morning after Labor Day. I uh, was back home this weekend, uh, the freaking weekend. I was uh, Shout out to uh, Gwen and Carlos, newest member of our uh, fam, is uh, the big wedding. We missed you there. Uh, did see the new Village Square pizza sign back up. That's, that's high quality. Oh That's, yeah. Is that gonna be like the old school village square pizza? Kind of I mean oily? I don't
0: want to disparage the place because I love that they wanted to bring back the old place and yeah, you know, yeah, I we know we're talking the, old-
1: the greasy pepperoni because that come on, we grew up on that.
0: Yeah. I, I my my biggest beef is I went in there and it was like twenty-five dollars for a large pizza. And I mean really? it was good, but it wasn't it wasn't great. I mean uh, give me. I mean, there there are so many other pizza places that I would right. eat. Well, yeah, there's that. Tons now, And, yeah. and, and uh, listen, I'm glad it's back. I am, and and you know, lower your prices. That's <laughs> that's all I'll say. I you know we're all trying to turn a profit. I understand, but I'm not paying twenty five dollars for a a you know B level pizza. How are the how are the prices at Rise and Grind? Got gotcha, it. Pizza too. Uh, the prices at rise the prices at rise and grind fitness are you're never going to find a better deal than you're going to find on the east side if you want group fitness come check out our you know various options whether it's revolution bike boot camp grind and define your 45 second uh, on 15 second off interval training cycle classes bar classes we're bringing we got yoga back restorative yoga wednesdays and and, and Saturdays, our hip hop dance class on Sunday, uh, it, it, we, we got it all, man. Come check us out on the corner of Chagrin and Brainerd, uh, Rise and Grind Fitness, right above uh, Bank of America. Uh, go to Rise and Grind, R-Y-Z-E, riseandgrind.com to check out what we got going on over there. And uh, tell them I sent you and you'll get a free class. Center for
1: Advanced Dentistry, Dr. Ben Hornstein, Dr. Sean and the crew, CFAD.net, best dentist uh, in the country. And of course, our friends at Breaking Tea t-shirts, breakingtcom slash dairy. Some of their top Browns shirts are all sold out. That is how popular the Browns gear is, As the, the boys from Berea uh, get ready uh, uh, for the season against the Bengals. If you want that Jose's gym shirt, which is really, really cool from Jose Ramirez fight with Tim Anderson. Get that at breakingtea.com slash dairy.
0: All right. What else have we not covered? Uh, How do you pronounce bangles? How would you say the Cincinnati bangles? How would you say it? bangles? Yeah. Have you, ever heard, uh, have you ever heard the whole like Richard Christie Christie bit where he called bingles, bingles. Yeah. Do people who say bingles. I don't understand that. What well, else like, did we uh, cover here? I'll tell you what we could cover. I went to, I was not at, at, uh Gwen at, at the Gwen Bash unfortunately and shout out to uh Beth and Steve on uh for the uh congratulations to them on the wedding of their daughter but uh you think, I, you think
1: Steve Schechter, do you think Steve Schechter's listened to the pod is he aware of the pod oh you know? yeah yeah
0: come on all right I would say that yes he has so I was in New York this weekend for the U.S Open shouts to uh Jess and Justin and uh it was a really great great experience and i will say this as a if you're a sports fan it is a bucket list must go event it was so cool uh we went saturday and saw carlos alcaraz play and then we saw um, jessica pagula play and uh in, in arthur ash stadium walked around a ton the whole thing was just an incredible experience it's just it was it was so great i would tell anybody who's a even if you're just like a novel, t- a novice tennis fan, it's totally worth going. Everything was just incredible. What a That's what awesome. a scene! What a scene! I loved it. I really did. A lot of a lot of luminaries at the U.S. Open. Yourself,
1: uh, the great Dustin Fox. It was uh, yeah, a
0: Aaron Rodgers. Uh, yeah, Aaron Judge was there last night. Jimmy Butler is a regular. Looks he's like, there, right? yeah, every, every night. It's crazy, but yeah, it's it's. Uh, had what a couple of Al
1: They give him the balls, and he takes four balls when he serves he hits two
0: back, right? And he puts one in his pocket, and he th- and then he hits them back every time. They, they do that, that. All those guys do that. Do they? All the, all the players, men and women, they they get multiple ones, and they get like feel, and they hit the ones that they don't want back. Well, since my
1: retirement from tennis back in 1991, I uh, I don't pay attention as much as I used to.
0: As you, know. if so you never really paid no attention. Yeah, it's a it's a. <laughs> It's the best. I, I think tennis is like, I'm, it seems like a healthy sport right now. Like, like it's doing well. It's so, first of all, the, 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 the level of play is just incredible. Al Gore, I mean, if you go back, I watched this Boris Becker documentary on Apple plus, which was really good. And you go back and you watch what men's tennis was then compared to what men's tennis is now and women's tennis too. For that matter, the power and speed is next level. It is yeah. Alcaraz, it, 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 you're watching. It, I mean, you just know he's 20 years old. You know that this is going to be going on If as long as he stays healthy. He's going to be he's going to break all the records. I think he he's unbelievable. No oh, one but, gets the balls the way he does. I, you've never seen a guy more fit on the tennis court. Plus, and, this, and, and, and on the female side, this Sabalenka, she hits harder than any male player in the 80s ever hit. I mean, she is and there are just so many, and, and the 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 depth of the sport is, is so good now too. I mean, it's not just the, the big thing about the sport for so long was it was the big three winning every tournament. And now, yes, Alcaraz is great. Djokovic is still great, but there's so many other guys. My guy, Tiafo, love him. There's just so many great players. Could could
1: Sabalenka beat Brian Ratner though on court one? That's the big question. <laughs> Here's the other thing. Um, uh what was I going to say? Oh God, I don't even remember.
0: Oh, Alcaraz, these outfits—is that normal that he always has the cutoff shirt? No. So Nike, you know, all these, all these people, all the players, men's and women's, they're told what to wear. So oh. Nike last year had these hideous shirts that all of the Nike-sponsored players wore. Like Tiafo and 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 uh, Alcaraz wore the same stuff. There was like five or six guys wearing the same. All of those. Tiafo's wearing the uh, wearing the the sleeveless shirt too all the nike players are wearing the same thing like pagula and some other woman had the exact same outfit on on jabor and and a guy i saw i can't remember who it was also had the same outfit on so it's all picked by the you know
1: man we're really breaking we're we're really breaking this tennis thing down
0: i know sorry got off the rails a little
1: bit no and you ran into bob and you ran into baba booey on your trip come on yes i
0: did yes i did (laughs) sat at a table next to him at dinner Gary and Mary. Jeez. Yeah, it was you good. You didn't see Eric Norris, did you? I did not see Fred, unfortunately. Oh, man. Yeah. I don't. I uh, yeah. Listen, It go, just to wrap it up on this baseball team, I hope they finish strong. I really do. Um, but with this schedule the way it is, I don't think it's realistic to think that they have a chance. I, they would have had to sweep this series and losing last night the way they did even if you get the next two, you're still down four, right? I mean, right now you're down six. Is that correct? Yeah. You you cut it to four and, and you have no games left against them and you're really going to have to go on like one of these 15 and five runs in the last 20 and hope that the, you know, twins play below 500. That's a tall task. When you look at that, when, when you, in Mr. Pitching matchups, you can go ahead and look at the pitching matchups now, but, it, it's a tall task when you look what's ahead of them. It was just nice to see the
1: four-game win streak last week. and yeah. You know, Sunday, look, again, I wasn't expecting to win the Curry start against the Rays anyway, but you take two out of three. But then last night, just to give up a 20-burger like that, I don't know if there's going to be any lingering effects the next two days. Hopefully not, but it's it's a tough task. It's a, it's a lot to ask. and Like you said before, this is a team that right now is
0: playing decently and still is still six games below 500 you know yeah um, that's what i my whole point was like if they weren't in this division we'd be playing out the string and talking about different things right um all right so
1: tonight you're going tonight is that right i will be there yeah brook and i are six ten first pitch tanner by like. and sunny gray um who's been good all year joe ryan tomorrow against gavin williams at 110 so, a day game on Wednesday, and they kind of lined it up. They wanted Giolito, Bybee, and Williams to pitch in the yeah, Minnesota they're, series. They're quote unquote top three. Absolutely. At least right now. And then uh, Thursday through Sunday at the Angels, four games in Anaheim. Talk about a team that's just done. You know, yeah. they basically quit, they just let all their players leave. Um, and now Otani might be sitting for a while, but. Thursday night, 9.38 start. These start times in LA are always weird. These Mondays are rough. Yeah. Tell Quantrill and Griffin Canning. Friday, 9.38. Logan Allen and Tyler Anderson. Saturday, 9.07, Xavion Curry against uh to be determined. Otani's not starting, not pitching anymore. Right. uh, At least this for the rest of this year. And then Giolito on Sunday at 4.07 against Reed Detmers. Reed Detmers
0: threw a no hitter. Was that last year? Yes, he did. It was last year. Yeah, yeah. He made. I believe he made his major league debut against the Indians or Guardians. I think you're probably right. I I believe so, and I want to say I was there. I could be making that. Pretty, he's up. decent. Decent. But he left. was decent a top, He's a top guy. I mean, he was a top. Uh, um, you know, prospect for them. But I just looked at his numbers: three and 10, 5.01 with uh. 1.40 whip. That is not good for business. You want to talk about a team
1: and an organization? I mean, we've been harsh on this club, and they haven't performed this year. But I'd much rather be in the position of where the Cleveland Guardians are, and their front office and their manager, and what's going on with the Angels. I mean, talk about a train wreck. Horrific,
0: terrible ownership, terrible decision making. Uh, I mean, how do you, how are you this bad when you have? arguably the two best players in the game yeah the it's amazing I was not at his major league debut i was at his uh he, it was his third it was his fourth game sorry i know that i years? remember him starting against the uh it was t- 2021 was his rookie year it was his fourth start he pitched three and two thirds gave up seven hits three earned runs in a five one loss to the indians crazy yeah, the Angels
1: right now, um, yeah, no Let's Trout, think. no Trout, no Tani at the moment. Grit Gritchick stayed,
0: but everybody else is pretty much gone, you know. And they're 64 and 74 third. with a negative 61 run differential. So mm.
1: they're uh, they're not good. And last night, Rosenberg got the loss. Is that Justin?
0: No it was probably my niece Livy who has a Cannon for an arm Seriously I'm not joking she might be the best Nine year old athlete in America I'm not even joking she's Unbelievable The The Ellie
1: Rosenberg is who Pitched for the Angels last night I never heard of him What's his first name?
0: Kenny Kenny Rosenberg Yes
1: like what the Rogers. What like is, he Rogers is he playing?
0: Is, is he playing? Is, is he be a 10 a.m. tea time on Sunday at Beachmont? What is <laughs> that? <laughs> Kenny Rosenberg.
1: I don't even know who this is. And I know that most can't of these be real. Players. That sounds fake. No, that it's real. Fake. Out of <laughs> Cal State Northridge, eighth round pick of the Rays in 2016. Kenneth you want to Rosenberg hear another from ridiculous... Mill Valley, California.
0: You want to hear a ridiculous statistic that I'm looking at for runs scored? In the majors okay yeah the bottom four runs scored teams sorry four of the bottom five are all in our division the guardians white Sox, and royals have all scored 563 runs the exact same amount how it's weird a, is that
1: it's amazing how bad this division is and people are you know and zach meisel and this is our first zach reference of the show it took this long but he and the other guys from the athletic, I think it was what's Cody, whatever his name is that covers the unnamed team and the white sock guy wrote that article about the weekend in the division and how bad yeah. it was a couple of weeks ago. It was a really good article. And it's true. It's just been, a, it's been gross all year.
0: But you, I mean, um, the, the Braves have scored 789 runs and the guardians have scored 563 in the same amount of games. I was
1: watching a quick pitch last night on MLB and um, baseball better be careful because yes, some of the small market teams like Tampa and others have had some success, but they were talking about, I think it was the show on before quick pitch. I was flipping around and it was like, oh, if Otani could go to the Dodgers, they could, this team could go to the, this player could go to the Braves, the Yankees would want this player. And it's like, of course. If that's how it is, and it's always going to be that way, then what are we doing?
0: That's how it is. That's how it's always been. You know? It's ridiculous. Can I, I – I just want to give you one more horrific stat. Yeah. The Guardians please. are dead last in home runs with 105. Okay? Hey, we broke the 100 mark. Okay. Yeah, the Nationals are, are next worst with 127. The Braves have 259 yeah. in two less games. <laughs> Well, the twins hit six last night. Now, albeit, well, half of them were batting practice. <laughs> that doesn't cry, but yeah.
1: Oh man, I don't know. All right, well, go get a win tonight.
0: I'll do the best I can. I'm I gonna no have left in? me personally that you're going to. Well, how many do I have left and how many are go- am I going to? Are, are two different questions. <laughs> I mean, the team, only I, I got The
1: team only has five nine they only have 11 home games left
0: I got five left over under on how many I go to is 2.5 wow yeah that'll be it I'll I'll take
1: the over on that
0: you're gonna go over yeah keep in mind I I I have two full-time jobs now I'm the new D's so you know, that, <laughs> last that... night we
1: were at uh Arts, beats, and eats in beautiful Royal Oak, Michigan, to see Bell Biv Devoe, and we walked in. And my buddy Mark goes, "What's the old runner And how many people Matt's going to know? How many?" Uh, yeah, they said they said it at three, and we were sitting at two for a while.
0: And then but was it people into, you know, or people that recognized you?
1: People that came out to me and that I legitimately talked to? Okay, I had my Bucky's t shirt on last night. Yeah, and that got a lot of run. People love Yeah, people Buc-E's. love Bucky's. Yeah, that's true. And a uh, couple of locked on people. That were like, hey, what do you think of the season? But I didn't that, that didn't count. It had to be people that I actually stopped and talked to that gotcha. knew me. So we hit the over on three. But I would could take the over on you going to the games. So I still say you're gonna be there.
0: What about the over-under on how many people I'll see at Heinens today? I'm just kidding. <laughs> That's six all right. Let's I wrap out. it up. I got I gotta run. <laughs> That's six
1: and a hook. All right, uh, Dairy Brothers Guardians cast. Thanks to our friends at Evergreen Podcast Network. Waitingfornextyear.com. We are out of room and out of here.
0: I'm Bruce Martin, host of Pit Pass Indy.